0: Zoucast with Jazz and Laura.
1: If you had one shot and one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, would you capture it or just let it slip?
2: I do neither. I need to play the mom spaghetti. Yo. What's the first line?
1: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> What's the first <laughs> line? What are you talking about? The first line alludes to yourself. I don't know. Did you not realize I was singing that?
2: No, I did, but I don't know what the next line is.
1: Yo! Oh, what the hell is the first I line? Know, no, know. no, figure it out. There's no fun is looking won't, up the answer. I won't get You're just spoil Come on! Figure it out with me. Put your small peanut brain to use. I. <laughs>
2: You're the one with a head shaped like a bean.
1: Yeah, at least my brain is bean shaped as well.
2: Why? I don't know the lyrics to lose yourself.
1: But just work out the first line of me. You're just cheating. I'm not N- cheating. Where's the fun in that?
2: Work smarter, not harder.
1: Yeah, but we're not working We're recording our podcast Right,
2: go on Tell me the line
1: Yo His palms are sweaty Is that the first line? Yeah Is yeah. it the first line?
2: Palms are sweaty oh. Knees weak Arms are heavy There's vomit on a sweater already Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti He looks nervous But on the surface He looks calm and ready To um, drop
1: bombs But he keeps on spaghetti, spaghetti. What he wrote, wrote down, down The whole crowd goes Go spaghetti. spaghetti He opens them out But spaghetti comes out He's <laughs> choking how? Time's up Over Spaghetti,
2: spaghetti. <laughs> You know what? The spaghetti version is almost better. And if you forget the lyrics, just say spaghetti. spaghetti. I'd actually
1: love to learn the actual spaghetti lyrics. I'm
2: like, oh, am Stopping you. You are the only thing standing in your way. You're
1: standing in my way. You big peanut head.
2: You're a big bean head. Oh, I
1: forgot to. I forgot to say on the show tonight.
2: Of course he did. We're so talking unprofessional, about. You're never prepared.
1: We're <laughs> talking about nineties uh, cartoons characters because that was the uh, topic and get jazzy on it yes. and. Oh we're talking about Spongebob and I forgot to say on the show that your nickname is Squidward Bracken
2: No it's not It is It's, it's not And it's okay Why is that You. So this is fake news now You it's just said fake news You just said one day on the show I'm going to call you Squidward Bracken and it's stuck and rude
1: It's stuck No that's what they used to call it's you in school stuck like
2: tentacles <laughs> on a surface
1: <laughs> On a squid
2: Oh There's worse things I could be called eh I'm sure you call me worse Behind my back And you've called me worse To my face
1: Skidmark Bracken (laughs) I saw the state Of that toilet After you went in
2: Why are you going Into the ladies bathroom No no It was
1: a large toilet
2: No it was the ladies I'm going to Ring HR on you
1: I went in because It was HR who said Is anyone brave enough To go in there And uh, clean up after Mondello Park jocks Bracken
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mondello Park jocks That's a good one I'll give you that one
1: Oh, I hope we win the Imro.
2: Oh, listen, right? This time, tomorrow... No, hang on. The next time we record an introduction to the podcast, we could be Imro Radio Award winners of the gold statue.
1: (laughs) Statue! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Here is your statue. (laughs) Imagine they give you a a teeny tiny statue replica of yourself. It's gorgeous.
2: It's like... Sorry I have to laugh right I charged my Fitbit right Side note for a second Let's park the emerald for a second I charged my Fitbit about two weeks ago and wore it for one day Hadn't worn it in six months right And it's obviously still alive in my bedroom somewhere I've taken it off and (laughs) putting it away But I keep getting notifications from Fitbit right Not wearing it have not worn it in two weeks And it's like Now it's time to get some rest And I'm like I've done nothing but rest for the last month Leave me alone Fitbit
1: Month, year and a half I'd say
2: Anyway sorry yeah not wrong so we could be we could be Imro Radio Award winners
1: we won the we won the came third last year came third yeah we didn't win we got the we won bronze cop out
2: we have the certificate to prove it
1: certificate yeah not even two certificates (laughs) I want a trophy this
2: is the thing we're only going to get one trophy when we win I know if we win I
1: really want to win I'll be so pissed off we don't
2: I'd love to win but like you can't keep the trophy we have to share it
1: no I'm keeping that No, I don't care if I'm robbing it
2: you're not keeping it that's going
1: on my mantelpiece
2: no you don't have a mantelpiece yes I do no you don't teeny
1: tiny mantelpiece no
2: that's that's like that's essentially how
1: dare you say (laughs) I don't have a mantelpiece
2: (laughs) we essentially if we win the gold right
1: we're we're, splitting it in the middle we're
2: co-parents we're, Whether you uh, like it or not, we're you're, gonna, you're tied to me for life. We have a we have a trophy to raise together. We're
1: gonna bring the trophy to um um like a what are they called? A goldsmith.
2: And just get them to saw it down the yeah.
1: middle. You think or melt it down <laughs> and then make two
2: What do we make jewellery out of
1: it? Two um We could have friendship rings. <laughs> we
2: <could have> friendship <laughs> rings.
1: No, uh, two miniature Imro awards just smaller made with the same amount of uh, metal that it's made with
2: yeah mm, I think friendship rings is the way to go oh, God, all in no. favour friendship brings raise your hand no not me friendship brings it's a date
1: no it's not it's disgusting <laughs> I'm gonna get sick
2: <laughs> listen you can't be barfing all over our ward
1: And we have to be on screen as well. So, because it's virtual this year and it was virtual last year as well, we have to, uh.
2: (laughs) Do you know what's, do you know what's worse about the screen? Is that like when they announce the winner, all five nominees are going to be on and you have to look happy for whoever wins. Yeah. (laughs) Sicker.
1: There was a few people last year who were, who visibly weren't happy for the. Uh, people who won in their category ah
2: look we joke but genuinely like you know the way people say this we don't care who wins but genuinely our category is lovely like we are genuinely surrounded by twi- twins
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone in our category is a twin <laughs> no, Dermot we. and Dave they're <laughs> twins Dave and Fanula they're twins Fergal Darcy is he has a twin and Kieran O'Connor is a twin
2: no but we're all we're all surrounded by friends
1: Yes, you no, know we, we are, actually
2: are all pals in the category, and it's just great to be nominated among friends.
1: Yeah, and four out of five entries are from our big happy radio family here. Yeah, Bear Media Audio Ireland so Limited. It's
2: great. Yeah,
1: it's good. I do hope we win though.
2: I do, of course. Everyone wants to win. I want to.
1: I think I want to win the most.
2: That doesn't mean you're going. to Don't stop jinxing it. I'm you're not us jinxing now. it. You're being a brat. I'm not. You I, are. I'm
1: just saying how I feel.
2: You're not keeping the trophy.
1: Yes, I am. You're
2: absolutely not. <laughs> You're
1: not. Do you think we'll win?
2: No. <laughs> what the hell? No,
1: that attitude.
2: I know. I think we will place, but I don't think we'll win.
0: What the hell? It's, Are you serious? It's
2: so funny getting you riled up. You can't
1: think like that. Of course, we're going to win. You can't think like that. I'm winding. If you we up. don't win now, I'm oh, going to. Jazz Keen. I am going to be so bad.
2: So easy to wind up.
1: <laughs> what are you doing You're stirring a pot of yeah, flour You are so easy to wind up You can't think That we're not going to win You've got win. a
2: little crazy vein Popping up You're angry I know that's my
1: vein that You need to I'm going to strangle you with
2: You <laughs> need to calm down I know but you
1: can't win If you think if you don't think You're going to win
2: Jazz of course I think we'll win
1: Like at the moment The name that envelope Has just changed From Jazz and Laura To someone else Because yeah, of what you said because there Because you're a brat You have to think You think We are going to win So that the person who is tapped into our brains can, can tip X out
2: One word for you Humble you should try it. I want to win! Blah, blah,
1: blah. I'll be humble when we win. <laughs> Up until then, I'm out for blood.
2: Okay, I can't wait to see your face on the screen if we don't win. I'm going
1: to practice my fake smile. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
2: it's going to be great, Crack.
1: I know. I Just after getting the bronze last year, I want to get the full thing this year.
2: Yeah, it'd be great. Do you know? Oh, yeah. That'd be good, Crack. That's the Crack yeah that's
1: it now we'll update you next week on the podcast or on Monday on the show if we don't win I'm not fucking coming in (laughs) no I'm only joking I am only joking it's great to be there it's great to be uh, noticed
2: It's great to to just be nominated, you know?
1: Nah, it is. I am joking. I would love to win, but it's great to be nominated. It's great to be um, appreciated, respected by fellow peers. (laughs)
2: Oh, no one appreciates it. (laughs) Don't get too ahead of yourself.
1: (laughs) I'm scribbling your name off our entry next year. The Zoo Crew with jazz and blank.
2: (laughs) Careful what you wish for. Oh, come on
1: now. Don't be so sinister. Bit mean. I can take my pick of who actually wins. (laughs) Jazz and Dave. (laughs)
2: The winners are Dermot and Dave And Jess <laughs>
1: uh, Our speech oh. is going to be lit yeah. If we win
2: Oh we don't get to make a speech What? We don't get to make a speech
1: What do you mean? When we win I think you do Do we? You don't normally When it's down in the Lyrath Because jeez If if every winner Made oh, a speech Oh we'd,
2: we'd be there till the next year
1: But only There's only like what Four or five categories That get to go on camera So I think you do
2: Oh, deadly! Yeah, should we start writing something then?
1: No, that'll jinx it.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's all up here, baby.
1: <laughs> I'd like to thank the academy. <laughs> <just like> my <laughs> mum and dad.
2: I'd like to thank all the other people in this category for not being as good as me.
1: <laughs> I'd like to thank Eason for supplying us with <laughs> brain envelopes and Spin's cash machine for giving us the cash for the bribe.
2: Those crisp fifties, eh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, enjoy the podcast. What happened this week? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh, we had a
1: few funny things.
2: Uh, we had uh, um,
1: Told the story about T Pain. Yeah. What else? Come on, remember one thing each from this week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired.
1: Um oh, There is definitely some great stuff this week. Why can't we not remember one thing?
2: Oh, oh we did the thing what, what percentage you charge your phone. And that
1: was shy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going in the podcast. <laughs> because there, that wasn't a highlight of the uh,
2: And we also did the, the food thing. The peppers. Yeah.
1: The peppers. I tasted peppers. Tasted peppers. And we talked about mom Spaghetti. There you go. There's the podcast intro that's come full circle. Eminem's restaurant, Mom's Spaghetti, open mm. now in Detroit. See you there. Bye. Half price.
0: Goodbye. Bye. The Zoo Cast
2: with Jazz and Laura.
1: Here on the Zoo Cruise. Jazz and Laura, the Kid Leroy, of course, announced to play the Three Olympia Theatre in Dublin Ooh. next April. Pretty
2: cool. That'll be a great
1: gig. Three Olympia Theatre. Three Olympia Theatre. They missed a They missed about there calling it the Olympia Theatre.
2: Oh, they really did, didn't they? Yeah, I know. You'll have to get onto them.
1: Ah, that's not my joke, isn't it? Not? Ah, a lot of people were saying it on Twitter,
2: just stealing other people's material—that's plagiarism, you know.
1: This is how the world works. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Uh, like I said a few minutes ago, I think I'm ready to retire at the ripe old age of twenty-five. Really? I think I'm ready. I mean,
2: if you could afford to retire at twenty-five, I wouldn't blame anybody. I
1: think I'm ready to retire because today. Monday, first working. <laughs> Never
2: worked a day in your life, <laughs> and you want to retire?
1: Funny, that's what my mom says. <laughs> uh, the first working day of the week, the day that everyone goes back into the routine, and people dread Mondays and it's all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Not for us retired gentlemen, no. Because today, Were you in
2: retirement today.
1: I felt like I was because today. I played around to golf.
2: Did you <laughs> on, a, oh, on a on a, on a, a Monday, Monday morning?
1: On, on a Monday, Monday, Monday afternoon. There you go. I know, and I actually played uh, with Graham, who works here in Spin. Oh, nice! And uh, we had a lovely day of it, and where, I was just where I did just, you just go? I just felt on a lovely kind of par three course, and I just felt it was this is the life now. Now, r- r- realistically, I'm not going to retire for another forty years. Geez, I'm looking forward to playing golf on a Monday afternoon though Yeah,
2: it'd be nice, wouldn't
1: it? And here's the interesting thing uh, was, it, know, was
2: this inspired by the Ryder Cup of the weekend? Uh, inspired by, well no, like I've been
1: playing golf all my life <laughs> Two weeks? <laughs> no, but but that's it, I've been playing for the last little while yeah. And if you were to sum up my golf uh, career to date Because I've been talking about it a lot on the show Because it's my newest pastime Yeah what would you What would you say? Subpar, yeah, not great, not great, not great, but that's okay because I'm a beginner, a bit I'm awful. a novice, and I was <laughs> to get you some end place for your golf caddy <laughs> for my golf bag, <laughs> uh, and that's fine because I'm just I'm still learning. But uh, today went out with Graham from Spin, and I think he is of a similar standard to me because i think he's just been starting to play so i was like look two of us are pretty much the same let's go like and as we started i was like like t- like tell me like how good he was like oh no i'm terrible i was like grand i'm terrible too and it was just the two of us so i was like this is perfect and as we started i just hit a great great shot oh
2: no for the first shot
1: off the tee on hole number one and he was like oh for god's sake and i was like I swear to God, that's the best shot I've ever hit in my life. He's You're like, like, that's
2: never happened before. He's like,
1: you are hustling me right now. And I was like, I swear to God, like, that's just, that's like beginner's look on the first hole. Cause I went first as well. And then, and then we got off and I, I kind of <laughs> f- finished the first hole better than him. And that yeah. was great. We went up to the second one. I hit another peach. Oh! And he was like, for God's sake, like, you were actually hustling. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I think s- I might be. I'm so, I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry. I just hit an absolute gorgeous shot. And he was like, come on, are you actually hustling me? And I was like, no, like I played last week and I played okay, but I'm still like the worst of all my friends. And I absolutely smashed him.
2: Maybe you're just the best of a bad bunch. Maybe you're just a lot uh, better than Graham.
1: Uh, I don't know. Like some of my mates are quite good, like the, the crew I usually play with. And yeah. I just think. Because I'm always the worst in our group, and I just think today there was a different vibe around the place. For once, I was the best player of the group. Yeah, and I won. I won the round.
2: So grain fuming with you now. He's not speaking
1: fuming. to you. Fuming. Oh, absolutely fuming. So the only way is up. I'm. I think I'm ready to go. Or just be ready to retire and play every play every day of the working week. Do you think if you if you could, do the odd knicks on a weekend, play golf Monday to Friday?
2: If you won the lotto now tomorrow, would you retire and play golf uh, all the time? Would you actually?
1: Maybe. You
2: definitely would.
1: <laughs> I just think, this is the life for me now. So jammy. Started playing golf what three months ago, and ready yeah. to retire and play every day.
2: And go for like a nice leisurely lunch in the golf club, and then swan on home,
1: Got glued into the Ryder put, Cup over the put weekend. Beat
2: up, do you know. Ah. Oh, it's so life. The dream. is
1: The
0: cast with Jazz and Laura.
2: Do you have any famous followers on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok? Who are the blue ticks that are following you? Let us know who it is. 087-711-1038. Come on, have a little brag. Have a little gloat. Whoever it is, we want to know. 87 1038 Yeah, because
1: I was just talking there a little bit before the show. I got followed by uh, Lord Abraham Mutai. Now, I don't know who he is. He's blue tick. He has... just. Just under half a million followers. He started following me. I think he's, uh, he seems to be like, I don't know, he seems to be like a a leader or government representative of of some sort in (laughs)
2: Kenya. I still want to know what he would enjoy about your content. Like, no no offence, but you probably don't have a lot in common with him.
1: Excuse me. (laughs)
2: Like, a DJ from Dublin. Shout, and a
1: lord! Shout out to Sean who actually followed me there in the, on on Twitter in the last couple of minutes nice. since talking about that. I don't really do a lot on Twitter, so <laughs> so, I, pre-
2: so prepare to be disappointed, Sean. So, so I appreciate <laughs> the most boring follow
1: ever. So I appreciate uh, all the follows on Twitter. I do, I just retweet some funny things that I see, so it's not a wasted follow.
2: No, if you enjoy good memes, Jazz will retweet them onto your timeline. Yes, line.
1: exactly. Like selective good memes and not just any old crap, you know. Yeah so that's what we want to do Uh, 087-711-1038 talk to us about your most famous follow on Instagram or Twitter or whatever Uh, Kira's on WhatsApp
3: my blue tick follower on stage was Lacey Clare she was one of the competitors of um, America's Next Top Model and I liked her stuff and she followed me back and she started liking all mine and I just felt so proud I did but then she unfollowed (laughs) Lacey
2: Clare Lacey Clare from America's Next Top Model yeah yeah, the name definitely rings a bell. Oh, that's
1: nice. But yeah. weird how like someone like that would, you know, follow start liking all your stuff and you would be like, "Oh, great, like someone like they know they they are they are some personality of some sort." Yeah. And they probably know how happy they are or how hap- how, how happy, happy they make someone when they follow them yeah. and then just unfollow. Maybe what are you doing? Yeah,
2: maybe they just didn't like the content. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. Sometimes celebrities do like the bit of a clear out. You know if they're about to like do something big like drop an album or something. Yeah, but why would they follow
1: someone mm. Like an ordinary Joe Soap Like you or I I don't don't know I don't know No idea In the first place Lee welcome to the show Who is your most famous follow
2: that would be Mrs. Hinch. <gasps> Mrs. I'm Hinch. I'm so jealous, Mrs. Hinch. I love <laughs> Mrs. Hinch. Have you have you interacted with her much? Yes, yeah, she actually has. She's liked
3: some of my stuff and commented on some of my stuff. About. No way! That's amazing.
1: amazing. Yeah. So for, for anyone who doesn't know who Mrs. Hinch is, she is the woman <gasps> who went oh. so viral for just being an extraordinary good extraordinarily cleaner. good cleaner yeah, of her of her start. own gaff
2: just started cleaning her own gaff and yeah. then early, do you kind of have your own house account like would you put up kind yeah. of cleaning stuff as well oh you would yeah.
3: yeah I do Oh, I set nice. it up last year in lockdown because I was so bored she <laughs> but, she is so good and for I it. actually can't even believe I'm doing this because not even very, very many people now. I have the um, page well do look, I, do I really give it yeah, a plug give it a plug if you want to now is your yeah, moment yeah it's called Hinching My Way
2: Hinching
1: My oh,
2: I, I like like it. that yeah and Mrs Hinch isn't it cool <laughs> uh, she's really good for like you know sharing other accounts oh, like at least she's so good she, like, she, she has helped she's helped so many small businesses and you know yeah. so many other people other cleaning accounts and homes yeah accounts get a good follow so
3: it's great yeah it's brilliant it's great I couldn't believe it when she followed me back My husband nearly had a heart attack when he woke up <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> and morning.
1: Uh, and yeah so your own cleaning page is Mrs Hinch approved oh yeah it is. So, so happy nice. about oh, that nice thanks for coming on we'll chat to you again cheers no
3: Lee. problem no problem thank you Jeez, that's, that's great isn't it that is amazing
2: like especially as well if you're trying to set up your own page like you have a passion like you have a lot in com- is common with Mrs Hinch for her to go and follow yeah. you and to be interacting with your page like she's got like something like millions of followers crazy it's amazing just that's, from cleaning do you know what I think, I think that's nearly cooler than Sean Paul
1: Sean <laughs> DePaul Sean DePaul well he is a dirty one he is Mrs Hinch is the very clean one the
2: very <laughs> clean one absolutely The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura
1: Zane, like I would on Spin It's Jazz and Laura on the Zoo Crew
2: You have to say his name, it's not Zane, it's Zane Zane
1: Zane, dude Uh, One of the funniest things to happen over the weekend was a news reporter who went viral For just one of those funny instances of uh, circumstance, I think so okay. I, I'd say instance of circumstance I'd say many people have seen this or heard of it if not it's fantastic though so in the UK at the moment there is a petrol shortage don't know
2: why don't, know, don't really care I heard much. it was because they I don't, don't really care they don't have enough people to drive the tanks to deliver the fuel
1: we're not the news Laura
2: I'm just saying don't care you don't care
1: don't care well, I, you're, re-
2: you're reporting a story you're like I don't know what's going on I
1: wasn't reporting a Dude, story you're facts, do did? you know who was reporting the story on petrol shortages who? reporter Phil McCann <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) This is no joke, right? Phil McCann, and he was doing a news uh, broadcast, I don't know, BBC or ITV or whatever it was, and, like... R- reporting on petrol shortages, Phil McCann.
2: Phil McCann. And he went
1: viral for obviously just the funniest name and the funniest story. I just, I couldn't believe it was great. Naturally, Twitter and social oh, media were loving Twitter
2: it. Twitter did its thing, I guess Yeah, bet.
1: exactly. So I saw this right now. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Have to talk about it on the show on Monday. And I said to myself, do you know what? Like this, like these sometimes happen before. So I'm going to research some more funny names that happen and, uh, and that like yeah. kind of relate to a story. Oh, God. Literally, I scroll down Twitter, another scroll, and I see someone has tweeted a list of these. Oh, and I was like, oh, my work for the show is done. <laughs> so I just like it and I have it here in front of me. Oh, Shout out God. to Claire at Bliss full fiction blissful fiction (laughs) blissful fiction blissful fiction fiction. she did it anyway she got loads of hundreds of thousands of likes anyway this is fantastic so reporting on petrol shortages you have Phil McCann Um, this is a spokesperson from the water research centre his name is Andrew Drinkwater no Uh, a cop was being interviewed and his name was PC Rob Banks (laughs) These are all legit. How
2: are they real? These are
1: all legit people. Um, uh, <laughs> a, a meteorologist on BBC weather. Her name is Sarah Blizzard. <laughs> uh, a runner was being interviewed and his name is Aaron Farr <laughs> <laughs> How far is you run? Aaron Far? Aaron Far. Uh, next one is a spokesperson from the Center for Social Justice. His name is Christian Guy. Uh, then a couple of screenshots come in and oh this one's kind of dark but anyway the the headline was uh, um, uh, children were kidnapped and a very sad story Nick Childs reporting.
2: No. <laughs> Did no one think? Well, here's the thing. Like, you can't just
1: take him off a story because of his name.
2: I know, like, that's... but, like, you have to think of the bigger picture here.
1: <laughs> oh, no. And he could have put it in Nicholas or something. Mm. Uh, again, this this one, kind of unfortunate. Um, an organisation, Food for the Poor and the CEO. Oh, no. <laughs> No <laughs> The CEO President His name is Robin Mafood. No it's not <laughs> Like M-A-H F-O-O-D like,
2: This has to be Photoshop I don't, uh, That can't that be That one in
1: fairness Could be Photoshop But it's there It looks legit I don't know what Relevance this has But this This is an, another Separate one His name is Dr. Wetfarts <laughs> Dr. Wet Like W-H-E-T Dr. Wetfarts Farts. F oh. <laughs> uh, a a r t z. Oh, Hot farts? This fellow is a judge. Clearly, at some <laughs> what? Really no, a judge at some like I don't know. Is it like a dog, like dog racing or horse racing? His name is Willie Stroker. <laughs> 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 uh, this fellow is a volunteer for Samaritans. His name is Alan Too so Good. Courtyard. Oh, they continue. A fellow called Jack Goff. Jack off, yeah. yeah uh, a fella oh. called. Oh, you just got I that. Just got it, a fella yeah. called Mike Litteris as well. Yeah. Um, oh, Mister, uh, an actual judge, uh, a barrister. His name is Mister Justice Man.
2: Oh, that
1: <laughs> just so funny. They made me laugh. So, oh,
2: a fella reporting on a, a flood, Dan Rivers, Yay. fantastic.
0: The with
1: Jazz and Laura.
2: I had a moment on Friday night where I was very out of my depth, so I had the evening off.
1: Oh yeah
2: Uh, You were here by yourself on Friday I believe You
1: deserted me
2: I did desert you I said look I'm not coming in tomorrow I know I booked the night off You had a a bit of notice Very nearly
1: won 375 euro as well
2: You did So uh, before I left on Thursday You were like oh will you leave me a few Flush or floats that we do on Friday So it's three topics that we discuss And we decide whether we flush them or float them And I said yeah I'll leave you some He said cool can you do them now And I was like I'll do them tomorrow I need to think of them you know I want to make sure they're good I want to put a bit of thought into them And you're like you're gonna forget. And I was like, I won't forget. And you're like, Right, if you forget, you owe me three hundred and seventy five euro. Yeah. And I said, Fine. Got them over to you at quarter past five.
1: You forgot, you absolutely forgot. I didn't.
2: I actually set an alarm for quarter to three to do them before oh, brilliant. before my nail appointment. And then I was on the phone when it happened, so I just muted the alarm and then forgot and then forgot.
1: Yeah. I think oh, uh... We got an email that you and I are both on at around that time and I thought that gave you the reminder. No. You don't have your emails on your phone.
2: I don't have my emails on my mm. phone, no. So it wasn't that. I just remembered because I'm excellent like that. But no, I had a moment. I uh, went out for dinner with my boyfriend on Friday night and we booked this restaurant that we wanted to try for quite some time. It's a little bit fancy. We got, it got nice and dolled up. It was nice to do after, you know, lockdown, haven't been out very much. But we were really, I felt really out of my depth. Okay. So ordered the starters, starters were beautiful, all well and good. The main came and my boyfriend ordered fish. It was kind of like in a fish in an Italian restaurant, absolutely gorgeous food. And um, the main came out and the waitress brought over. She's like, and here is your soul. And he was <laughs> like, OK, obviously the fish, not his actual soul. And he was like, oh, lovely. And then she like, t- so she put it down in front of him and then took the plate away. Huh. And my boyfriend was like, huh?
1: you are only allowed to smell this soul.
2: And John was like, huh? And then she's like, I'll serve it for you now. And he was like, in his head, he was like, looks pretty served to me. It's on a <laughs> plate, but all right. Anyway, so the waitress goes off and then she puts it on a on a, on a, a table, a table with wheels and then wheels the table over to our oh. table, has a lamp on the table and then starts like deboning the fish wow. and, like, and like properly like serving it, like pouring the juice over it, squeezing the lemon Absolutely gorgeous. That is fancy. But it was like, do you know when someone, when it's your birthday, like in the office, and then you get a cake and someone's they're all everyone's singing happy birthday to you, and you're just sitting there like an absolute plank, being like, You
1: don't know what to do you, when that's happening. You
2: don't know what to do, and you're smiling, you're like, Oh, thanks, a Million. That's how we felt when she was serving the fish. Like she was so great, like so nice. The whole staff were amazing. But we were just sitting there, like, ah yes, and all like, all I kept saying was, hmm, yes. Looks lovely Oh it looks very tasty Just waiting for it to just be served Just waiting for it And it, it got served in like two minutes But it felt like an hour cause yeah. all kept, I was trying to like fill the silence But it just I turned to my boyfriend And I was like We are not fancy people We are, you, are not used to this Were you
1: chatting to her When she was cutting it up
2: That's the thing I didn't really know what to say because
1: oh, I, uh, Do you
2: do this often do you <laughs> Have you have you any holidays?
1: <laughs> like, like what? Yeah, busy tonight.
2: Are you busy tonight? And that's the thing. Yeah, like we, cutting
1: many souls tonight.
2: We went quite early as well. And we went to like five o'clock. So people hadn't really started filtering in at that stage like we were it was only us and like one other table in the restaurant at the time so it was very quiet yeah and it, I was just there trying to fill the silence and I was like oh look Sylvie kept turning to my boyfriend oh John looks great and he's like oh well wow, it looks fantastic oh yeah, looks nice. it looks <laughs> nice and like the, like, the looks poor, nice it'd be great if we could eat it lady couldn't stop complimenting it but it was just very funny I was like I think we'll go back to getting burgers and chips from now on because we are not fancy if that was
1: me now I would have uh, waited for the dessert to come out like a piece of chocolate cake and then just sat there looking at it waiting for, waited for Someone to come over and <laughs> put it up for me. Are you not going to do the same for my chocolate brownie? No? Oh, oh how did you know I had a chocolate brownie? The
2: Zoo
0: Cast with Jazz and Laura.
1: Sexy scenes on the telly.
2: Yeah, they can be so awkward. No matter what age you are, you can be a fully grown adult. And if you're watching telly and a sex scene comes on and your mom or dad or a relative or whatever neighbor, whoever it is, walks into the room and you're there, it can be like, oh, very
3: awkward.
1: Yeah, like. Even even if you're you know, like you're you're big and bold, you've seen it all before, you've probably done it all as well, but if you're just if you're just watching it, you're like, oh, and you don't know where to look. Like <laughs> because, because if you're if you're like looking away, then it's obviously like you're you're trying to like take action, be like, Oh, I don't want to watch this out. But then if you're like if you're just watching it. It looks like you're really watching it. I know. It. It's,
2: it's so it's like awkward. You're like, trying to you, take notes. You, you can't find the happy medium. As I said, if you're staring at the telly, it's, it's like you're trying to take notes. <laughs> but if you like, imagine you turn around and go, oh, God, our, our curtains are looking extra clean tonight. Did nah, you wash them? Just, then it looks like you're just trying to, you know, avoid it. Avoid it you know, that's almost more and awkward. You
1: certainly don't want to turn to your mom or your dad to see them watching it. <laughs>
2: like again you can't get up and make a cup of tea like there's there's nothing you can do <laughs> that's going to make the situation any better
1: or if you turn to your mom or dad and they're looking at you look at it you're like oh, oh. everyone just close your eyes for a minute I actually remember a while ago as well I was bed into uh, Power on Netflix <laughs> oh gr- yeah gray series and that wasn't even a thing that like I was watching alone, like my mom wasn't watching it. But you know, like sometimes you're you're both in the sitting room or whatever. Yeah. And I know she's not paying attention. She's on her computer or her phone <laughs> or whatever. But then the sex scene comes on, you're just like I'll oh, just sit oh. through this now, fold my arms and just like take a take a sup of my drink. Oh, I
2: think <laughs> it's just so, so awkward. Um so if you have one of those Moments or one of those scenes that is just stuck in your brain because, again, being one of the most awkward scenes of all time, let us know what it was. 087-711-1038. Danny's been in touch on WhatsApp. He says, I watched 265 on Netflix with my mom and had to sit through the five-minute scene of them doing it. Oh I, I haven't seen that one on Netflix. Have no, you? neither have I. Haven't heard of it.
1: 265, Netflix... Can't find can't find anything about it 365 days maybe
2: maybe yeah I
1: have no idea hmm. uh, images oh yeah i think it's 365 days oh really uh, some horny pics there maybe <laughs> Joss,
2: you were looking this up on the work computer I know, I'm going to get
1: in trouble tomorrow Yeah,
2: tech are going to be on to you now
3: tomorrow
1: And uh, nothing they haven't seen in my search history in work before <laughs> <laughs> At Leanne, sent us through WhatsApp
3: So, mine was really, really awkward um, I went to see I probably would have been the second Fifty Shades of Grey with my mum and my best friend Like, I'm really close to my mum it wasn't a big deal but got to the cinema. And who was sitting in the seat in front of me? My geography teacher Oh, no. time. I think I was probably about maybe fifteen or sixteen. I'm gonna say sixteen if I was going through fifty shades of gray. Um but yeah, my geography teacher was sitting in the seat in front of me and walked in and straight away she's like, Oh hi And I was oh. like, oh, hi. Yeah, safe to say when I went to school the next day. Um, yeah it was a bit awkward in
1: geography I'm not going to lie oh god
2: I'd say she was even more mortified going one of my students is after catching me on a Friday night going to see Fifty Shades of Grey she's going to tell all the other kids oh my god at
1: least it was geography the next day and not biology
0: The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura
1: a sex scene on TV or on a film with a parent. you can be screaming to yourself, Ah, oh, ruin my life. Yeah, your life. Terrible. your
2: life can feel pretty ruined. As we said, there is no easy way to get out of. You know, watching a sex scene. You can't change the channel because then you're dragging you know, you're you're getting it you're creating attention. You can't just completely ignore what's going on and try and strike up a conversation again, it's too obvious. But then you don't want to be seen to actually be staring at the telly as if you're looking for some tips either.
1: No. Do you know? It's very, very awkward indeed.
2: Very awkward. So if you have a scene that sticks out in your brain for whatever reason for being embarrassing, 87 711 1038 This
1: has come on WhatsApp.
2: So I went to see I Love You, Philip Morris with my grandmother in the cinema when it first came out. Um, And I don't know if you have seen it, but the opening scene of that film, um, it's quite an awkward scene to be watching
3: with your grandmother. Um, And I'll never, ever forget that embarrassment that I felt. But we had no idea what we were going to see. Now, it is a really good film, but... Um, Yeah, I don't recommend watching that film with anybody you're not comfortable around,
2: but yeah. I'm trying to do some Googling here. Again on the work computer, I have Googled I love you Philip Morris opening scene and nothing raunchy is actually coming up which is kind of disappointing.
1: That's alright, that's okay. Uh, Debbie's on WhatsApp and says Oh lads, years ago I was watching the Sex and the City movie my dad walked into the sitting room to sit down and the sex scene started. I just wanted to disappear. I
2: feel like it's really risky. Any episode of Sex and the City, I mean the name is in the title, come on. You know, you just know that it's a given.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's usually... There's usually not a whole lot of raunchy stuff on Sex in the City. Is there, there
2: is sex in every episode. Is there? Uh, yeah, it's a really. Yeah, it's not like uh, graphic though. No, is it? There, no, but there is some. Some. Some are graphic. Others aren't as graphic.
1: Thank you for your rundown. Thank
2: you. Uh, my, I, I'm a big fan of Sex <laughs> and the City.
1: <laughs> Keith is on WhatsApp.
4: For me, has to be the worst one was Spartacus: Blood and Sand TV show. not on Sky One. The first time I came across him, it was a fight scene. I was like, oh, this looks deadly. Turned into an the, hour-long pornos I was fighting on it. Uh, My dad walked in, as the first time I watched it because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, what the hell am I looking at? Like, And he walked in, he goes, it's you can go upstairs and you're on your own. You can watch porn in the kitchen. <coughs> Watching <laughs> porn in the kitchen.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> I, I don't remember ever seeing
3: that show on telly. Do you? No, I don't actually. No. Uh,
1: Kaylee's also on
3: WhatsApp. Uh, I remember me and my me cousin Melissa when well, Prana 3D only first came out, and we brought our nanny to it, <laughs> and uh, there's the part where young man's private parts I got munched off, and about. <laughs> <laughs> my nanny screams, the whole... The <laughs> picture I was down It was the funniest The most embarrassing thing That we ever could have brought Me you know, and
1: need to see Oh <laughs> His wow boots are getting Munched off him Oh my god oh, These are fantastic
3: Absolutely They're, brilliant
1: There's one more in here uh, It starts with Please don't read my name Okay Went to see Fifty Shades of Grey With my cousin Mom And aunt The movie was fine It was afterwards my mom and aunt were discussing positions
2: no, and no.
3: what
1: had looked faked. Ah. There were no words for the agony. Oh
2: no! That's like, like, it's one thing watching a movie with your mom. You don't want her to go and nice
1: dissect it. Up! Come on, it. we're gonna have the Fifty Shades of Grey debrief. debrief. Everyone in, bring your notepads. We're getting into it.
0: Get with Jazz and Laura.
1: This is mad, right? I really wasn't expecting this. Uh, and the reason I wasn't ready for it was last week, probably like Wednesday or Thursday last week, I was doing a little bit of shopping mm-hmm. and I was like pre-planning my weekend breakfast. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have like a nice kind of like brunchy breakfast on Saturday. Didn't have any plans till like Saturday evening. So I was going to have like, you know, rashers and poached eggs and avocado nice. and toast. Nice job. So I was like, OK. Nice job. Nice job. <laughs> and you know, you can, you can never like... You can never really plan to eat an avocado on the day you buy it because they're just never perfect. It's you need, too hard. You need to leave them ripe. So I was like, this is grand. But if, if it was Wednesday last week, I was like, perfect. These are going to be spot on on Saturday. Yeah. So I bought the avocados with like three days of time for them to ripen. And I was pretty much building up yeah. to my brunch on pretty Saturday. Confident, like, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like getting myself self hyped up for it for Saturday. So Saturday rolls around. And I'm having like a leisurely morning getting up. <laughs> no no different to any other day. <laughs> I get up, yeah. I get up at like 11 every day. <laughs> no different. Nope. No different on Saturday, really. But I was just really enjoying it. And I was yeah. like, oh, the brunt, the, that brunch I'm going to make is going to be lovely. And then I'm kind of like, my plan is thrown into disarray by my mom. She knew I was up, but she comes into my room and she's like, great news great news what I'm defrosting the freezer so I have your breakfast lunch and dinner ready I was like oh what and she's like yeah 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 just come on get up there now and, and come down I was like okay like not even out of bed at this stage so I'm like oh, what's, she, what's she on about <laughs> like I have I, I've been planning this brunch for half a week like yeah don't get in my way right now don't
2: get in my way mom
1: and of course I was going to make some for her too then I was like whatever I kind of just like, disregarded all that she said and then she eventually she's like come on come on I've, I've lifted this and I was like what, what's going on I eventually get down after her calling me and calling yeah, me yeah. and she's like I told you I've defrost. I'm defrosting the freezer so everything that was in there we have to cook now or else it's <laughs> going to be gone in the bin and I was like oh. no I get down to the kitchen and she has it plated up already and bearing in mind isn't it is about half eleven on Saturday morning for my breakfast, after hyping myself up for a delicious brunch of poached eggs, rashers, avocado on toast. Yeah. What was on my plate oh, was only imagine. oven chips, <laughs> <laughs> frozen breast of haddock, crispy onion rings, loaded potato skins oh. that go oh. in the oven, and Peas.
2: Oh my god!
1: Because this is all stuff that had been in the freezer for months and months. The freezer is being defrosted. If it's not eaten, it's gonna go in the bin. So my mom just cooked all of the above, no. and we had it for breakfast. Like you oven- enjoy it though. No, <laughs> no, Sick. oven chips like oven breast of fish
2: you don't even eat fish on a normal day like, a,
1: like you know the oven like Donegal Catch whatever is grand because it's barely fishy but not for my breakfast on Saturday morning oh, especially sick. when I've hyped up a lovely brunch it, it just ruins my Saturday Do you know what
2: I'm kind of in a similar position because our freezer at home like we can barely open and close it it oh, yeah. needs to be defrosted you so badly it. and my dad has been at me he was like we need to eat everything in the, in the freezer because like we need to defrost the thing so I was like okay grand," but like I'm thinking now I have like oven pizza mini jam bonds like that I have fish I'm pretty sure we have like a turkey crown in there <laughs> like we can't be eating all that for breakfast oh
1: it's just good. and then there's like loads left over I was like I'm getting out of here I'm not having all that crap no, for lunch
0: <laughs> sick oh, The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura
1: right now that we're talking about batteries in your phone
2: yeah and what point? do you start charging your phone at? Are you like jazz? Do you let it go right down to the 1% almost dead before you stick the charger in? Or like me, you just charge when you're going to bed at night or first thing in the morning so you have 100% to kickstart your day. I think I think to go back to the whole, you said it was very much like at what point do we fill up our tanks in our car? Yeah. You like to, again, like your phone, you like to let it almost go down to zero rather than fill it up when you're like a quarter to go just yeah. so you're okay for emergencies. Do you
1: know what? That's actually the exact same logic because yeah. if you're uh, this all started when you were filling your car when you got to a quarter of a tank
2: left you'll be really proud of me I'm below a quarter left and I still haven't filled up my tank oh there you go yes. but like if you're filling up
1: and you have a quarter of petrol ta- uh, a quarter of tank of petrol left you're wasting that quarter by not using it
2: yeah but all the petrol goes into the same like container you know it just all gets swished around it comes out whenever
1: yeah but still it's you're still wasting that, that volume of petrol like it's not getting used because you're just topping up to
2: get me but it's not going to get wasted it's still going to get used at some point do you know anyway we're not talking about my car we're talking about phones
1: but it's the same bit with the, with the battery no I actually it's not that it's going to get wasted but no. it comes from I think being a responsible phone owner and not ruining the battery by filling it up when it's like 30 or 40% left and I'm pretty sure that's true that, that what they say that, that if you uh, fill it up and it's or charge it up when there's like 40% left You're training your phone To just like Use less battery
2: And you know though I've You know you're meant To charge your phone When you're not using it as well Yeah And I've been in your car When you've got maps on And you're charging your phone While using maps That can't be good For the battery either So you may have let it go down To like 1 or 2% But your phone is still on While charging it So that's not good For the battery either
1: Yeah but I've no choice there
2: Well you'd probably Have a better choice If you'd charged it properly Let it go down to zero Charge it before did, your
1: journey But that's what I mean I'd I, I don't have time to ch- charge before the journey. Like, that's why I'm charging it during it. I've got I to use maps. Gotta know. You idea. strike
2: me as the kind of person that would borrow your charger when you're in an emergency and then they want it back. And you're like, yeah, but like, what percentage are you on? I'm lower. I need your charger. That's you.
1: It's always my charger, though. That's, <laughs> that's the difference. Uh, someone says, um, lithium-ion batteries don't go below 20% or above 80% for optimum performance what sort of battery has a life like that like why would you do that a good battery should be used That is
2: a lithium ion battery what's in our phone? I have
1: absolutely no idea it
2: probably sh- probably is
1: Stephen's on WhatsApp in regards to the battery probably top it up whatever it needs to be around 20% or so well it could be non-charge half today. day I'm using my phone a lot Um. But I just heard you mention about the fuel and filling it up when there's a quarter of a tank left in the car is actually a good idea. Not only for emergencies, but also you get less dirt from the bottom of the tank into your filter. No. chance of fucking up your engine. Oh, God sorry for that uh, I agree you shouldn't let your, your tank run dry because that's bad but once yeah. the light comes on you have like whatever 50-60km left
2: Ashling says always a 2% love living on the edge same with the diesel team jazz here and I'm an engineer
1: yeah come on uh, Aoife says my phone is basically a landline now uh, needing constant charging but I'd normally be like jazz living on the edge playing battery chicken I like that <laughs> phrase
2: me too. Uh, we got this one in from Amy. Amy says, "I charge mine during the night. Always have, always will. Phone then on hundred percent, and normally does me for the entire day." Here's the thing, though:
1: mm-hmm. if you're going to bed and let's say your phone's at seventy-five percent, so three quarters full, are you still charging it overnight just so you have an extra twenty-five percent? No,
2: if it's that seventy-five, fine. But like, if it's down to like twenty, and you've it's, it's what's the cutoff time? then? Well, like, once it goes red and it's like, you know, you need to start charging it and it's low, then charge it.
1: So if you're going to bed and you have 35% battery left, Mm. what are you doing?
2: See, I I want a full battery waking up in the morning. So I'll probably plug it in regardless. No,
1: I can't do that. Mm. I feel so bad doing it. If anyone actually knows if there's truth behind the, I suppose it's a bit of a myth, that if you charge your battery when it's not empty, you're doing the battery a disservice and you're training it to be a bad battery. Bad battery.
2: Bad battery. Is that just a rumor? Is that one of those, those old wives tales that just got passed down through all the phone generations? Have we been living a lie? The
1: ZooCast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz and Laura last night we
2: learned so much we learned so much on the show so we learned that the peppers that you cook with that you get in the supermarket the red the green the yellow and the orange they all look the same and they are in fact the same they're just at different stages of ripeness
1: same way that you'd get a green banana, it then turns to a yellow banana, mm-hmm. then a red banana.
2: Yeah, no, right, well, no. you got me there. So, yeah,
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, quite it's, interesting.
2: It's a fact, and uh, you 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 claim that when they're in their different stages of ripeness, that they have kind of different flavors. I
1: think I would absolutely be able to tell the difference and identify which is which. Not just tell the difference, but identify in a blind taste test which is red which is green which is yellow
2: the reds are are seen to be more sweeter and tastier because they're at like the final stage of ripeness where green is kind of just starting to ripen whereas and then it goes it goes green to yellow yellow to orange orange to red yeah yeah that's how it works okay
1: on with your blindfold lady
2: I'm so excited about this any excuse to eat on the job
1: it's a 10 out of 10 for me yeah you don't usually uh, wait for an excuse though nope
2: okay I
1: can't see alright I want to the headphones. headphones here we on. go I've got uh, some pepper pieces cut up here handing Laura Bracken the plate there is one of each colour here <laughs> okay. so when you put in each one okay. give us what you think it is
2: I can't see where the plate's gonna <sighs> yeah you're <okay>. safe there <laughs> okay okay I have one in my hand yeah can confirm it's a pepper yeah it smells like a pepper Okay, I'm going in.
1: Oh, they're they're such a great Mm. crunch, aren't they? Raw peppers. I love uh, raw peppers in a wrap.
2: Mm. Okay. What are you thinking? It's a bit bitter. I think this is a green pepper.
1: You're thinking that's a green? Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll lock that in.
2: Okay. Next. Next. I'm just going to put that bit there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not eating the whole wedge.
2: No, it's going to be nibbles of pepper everywhere. This. Okay, I have a second piece. I can't even smell it because if I smell it, I'm gonna be able to see what it is. Um, okay, I'm just gonna go in for it. Yeah. Mmm. Definitely sweeter.
1: Yeah.
2: It was very sweet.
1: Yeah.
2: I think that's red.
1: Okay, lock that in. Mhm.
2: How do I know I've gotten different colors?
1: Because I'm not. I'm not unfair.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have I had this color?
1: only three on the plate like come on oh is there oh yes. sorry I thought it
3: was a full plate <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on
3: okay very quinnicate piece.
2: I just just swallow this bitch. yeah first. you do yeah mm. I don't like being under pressure to swallow really fast okay are you usually yeah <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> I inhaled a bit of my mask there um okay mm. this one isn't as sweet Oh, this could be the green.
1: So, by default, you would have been left that being the yellow, but now having tried them all, are you going to change your answers? Yeah. You are going I to think change your answers. One was yellow. Okay.
2: Two was red. Yeah. And three was green. Mm. Okay, I'm locking it in.
1: You're locking that in. Yeah,
2: can I take off my blindfold?
1: You can take off your blindfold. Okay. Right. Wrong. Gweeky <laughs> boom time. So You said the first one That you wanted Or you had Was Was You changed your answer From green to yellow
2: Yeah It was green It was green Damn it You said the
1: second one That you had was red Yeah It was red Yay And the last one that you had You thought it was Should have been yellow But you said it was Green But it was yellow And it was
2: yellow Oh Why did I change my mind I'm silly Billy What was going on in your head Um, pepper. No, do you know what I thought? A lot of pepper. A lot of pepper. I really thought that the last one wasn't as sweet as the first one.
1: I must have got like a
2: little dud yellow pepper. Wasn't as sweet. These are
1: the finest yellow pepper. I had these imported from.
2: From where? Did you grow these yourself? Did you? I did. Jazz's green fingers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My little green fingers. Ah, yeah. There you go. You can't do it. Su
0: cast with Jazz and Laura.
1: I just did the pepper challenge there during the songs and I didn't nail it. I thought I would. Got uh, You got one out of three rice. Right. One out of the same as you.
2: Thirty three point three percent rice.
1: Yeah, I mix up the uh, I mixed up the red and the green. Red uh, no, red, red and yellow. yellow. Yeah, because
2: they're both very sweet. I thought I'd
1: nail the red. Mm, it's what tricky, isn't it? Yeah,
2: I think we both have uh, We both come to In agreement though Green peppers blah.
1: Green peppers are definitely The worst yeah. In the pepper family It's because
2: they're not uh, Ripe yet They're only start- starting Their ripening journey
1: In a good uh, Good news uh, In some good news though we have, <laughs> ju- we have just finished off The pepper segments As a nice snack yeah. And we're going to Cut out the crap We're going to cut out The biscuits The chocolate The crisps that we usually have here. We're only eating veg and carrot sticks yeah, from now on. Raw we're, veg. We're slimming up for the radio awards on Friday. <laughs> we have to be looking sharp when we win a one general music program on Friday.
2: Yeah, we want to be uh, looking fit. <laughs> <laughs> on I'm the vir- wearing
1: swimming tights on the virtual screen. on the virtual event <laughs> on the virtual event on Friday.
2: Yeah,
1: we got bronze last year. We're coming for the gold on our diet of carrot sticks and peppers only. <laughs> I'd like to thank vegetables for this award. (laughs) Uh, You know the way everyone says that, like, a lot of things in life are subjective, like your music taste and and appreciating art. It's all subjective. That's why you have real weird forms of art sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, that phrase is being taken quite literally by this artist. So he had been commissioned to um, use, (laughs) he's been essentially used, commissioned to use cash as a, as like a prop in this uh, piece for a museum of modern art in Denmark. So his name is Jens, and okay. he was given five hundred and thirty-four thousand krona, which is about fifty grand.
2: Wow, okay. fifty euro
1: grand, and that was supposed to be part of the piece. However, he's just kept it for himself. No!
2: And, and he's done a legger. Has he?
1: So he's been asked to, to recreate a previous installation which used actual cash for the piece. Um, but he thought it would, be, uh, it would be losing a sense of artistic license and using his own and making it his own. So he removed the cash from the piece and, <laughs> and edited the title to make it his own. The title... Take the money and run.
2: So he's ran off with of fifty Gs, pretty much.
1: Uh, and I'm pretty sure now there's just this big giant, essentially, essentially white easel on the museum wall with, with pretty much nothing on it. And he's and he said, "The work of art is that I took their money and I will not give it back." And, and it's fully do you, legit
2: do you know what like that's probably grand like because, I know, think he, it's kind of creative creative he, genius he hasn't
1: stolen the money he's used it to create art like I said art is subjective some people oh like I appreciate it yeah it's like he's just been commissioned and paid that money to make this piece of art he's just thinking they,
2: outside the box
1: the money is gone from the, the museum anyway like they didn't have it to use it was mm. going to be sitting there essentially tape to the wall he's just taking it now and I think it's genius it now, is. I, it is kind I'd of be, smart. It's very be, ballsy, though. Isn't I'd be it? pretty annoyed if I was the one who gave him the money, but yeah. he's still done it. Do you know, people are talking about it. We're talking about it. The Denmark Museum or the the Kunstheden Museum of Modern Art, Denmark. They're getting a shout out.
2: Yeah, do you know this is probably? I, I'm. He's probably getting more coverage out of this than if he'd created something else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: He's used this to up his profile, and he's made well half a million kroner in Denmark.
2: I think so 50, it's 50,000
1: It's 50,000 euro But in Denmark They use the oh, corona sorry, And it's 534,000
2: I mean joke's on him I mean joke's on us Bem. <laughs> the joke is so, not on him someone, It's on everybody someone's
1: else Someone's getting joked here But yeah. the museum has said They're considering to uh, Report him to the police If he hasn't returned the cash By the time the exhibit uh, Closes in January
2: Oh but he's got a few months To think about About three, four months I think he should I think he'll have well, well spent that money He and you should know what he, get he, the hell out of there He probably will make that money tenfold I I, I think
1: this is a genius move mm. I don't think they could uh, actually convict him of it because it's used he's created art and art is subjective There you go
0: oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and
3: Laura Cruise
2: Wednesday. What are you laughing at? You. Why? You got your mouth full. No, I don't. What are you eating? Nothing. Look. Uh... No, you're eating something. What are you? Oh, eating? No, I
1: just finished eating. What do you have? Purple snack.
2: Sorry, do you have a purple snack you didn't share it with me? Do you have snacks in your drawer? Do you know the size of those? They're tiny. How many do you have? Oh, I don't have any at all. Just ate it. <laughs> there, I can hear that there's the evidence and me up. me after buying a packet of bloody club milk yesterday offered you one loads even today like now
1: <laughs> yeah oh sorry for not taking a chocolate bar from you
2: it's fine just if you have chocolate it's nice to share with you I don't
1: mean. have chocolate it's I sor- robbed it from
2: the boss sort your throat out it's like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> hang I, on hang on even worse you went into the, the boss's office and robbed chocolate and didn't bring me back any
1: I couldn't steal some for you as well. He's away on holidays.
2: But <laughs> so you'll steal for yourself, but you won't steal for Hang me. Hang you yeah. have a packet of club milks in your drawer. Yeah, and I already ate two of them today.
1: <laughs> so there you go. You don't need any more chocolate. I want more chocolate. We are a team. We are supposed but- to be slimming up for the radio awards on Friday. And you're
2: over there sneaking chocolate. Yeah, one bar,
1: not two club milks an hour. (laughs) I I actually had more peppers. My
2: diet is none of your concern. Keep your nose out of it. It should be
1: some of your own concern. (laughs) It it concerns me when I'm witness to it. I'd be a bad friend if I said nothing.
2: (laughs) fair. Just next time for scab and chocolate. Scab me some, will you? No, because I'm not being done for uh, two counts of theft. I'm not worth it. That's what you're telling me We're a team uh, You're telling me I'm not worth it Fine Hope you go down I won't be going down with
1: you Oh I have lots of secrets I can <laughs> spill on you
2: Oh go on Spill one. no no,
1: one. Another, no please. another day No
2: please The floor is open The mics are on Let's go
1: Well you spilled a hot cup of tea All over the boss's uh, keyboard When? Oh I saw No I didn't Yes you did <laughs> You're full he's of He's going to be fuming When he comes back from holidays
2: Lies because he takes his keyboard With him <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's, he's going busking it's a piano.
2: It's a piano. Oh, it's time for the Wednesday Wood. A good oh. old game of Would you rather. It was
1: time for the Wednesday Wood two minutes ago.
2: This one is courtesy of you, Jazz. You've got a great one this oh, I week. I do
1: actually yeah. have one, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. 087-711-1038. Uh, send us a WhatsApp voice note with your choice and also your reasoning. I've lost it. Here we go.
2: <laughs> so professional. and biscuits. Not even prepared. <laughs>
1: I had to put in an extra song because you oh. were too long in the bathroom.
2: Yeah, Crapping ate, out those two club milks. <laughs> I two club milks. 087
1: 711 1038. You know oh. what? The Get Wednesday on. Wood is going to happen in three minutes right now. It's the and <laughs> Whitney Houston, and Clean Vanda because this is taking a turn.
2: The Cast with Jazz and Laura. We are talking about the acts of food treason, just things that you should absolutely not do with food. For example, say no to salt and vinegar on chips. What are you doing? People who do that. Why?
1: Someone texts in saying, in three separate texts, broccoli and pasta bake. Food is a disgusting.
2: I love chicken and broccoli. I
1: actually do like. Oh, and a pasta bake, though. (laughs) Broccoli and pasta. Do you know what? Broccoli and and pasta is nice. Yeah, sometimes it works. It was in a nice cream sauce. It worked. Yeah, and chicken broccoli pie. Ten out of
2: ten. Delicious. Love us. Uh, Mark says, people that like their steaks cremated. Oh, yeah. Or ordering plain double cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah, you need the extra cheese on that one.
1: Yeah, not great. Um, Yash says, uh, plain cocoa noodles mixed with ketchup. One of my mates doesn't like the spice, so he leaves out the seasoning and adds ketchup. He oh. boils and drains the noodles before adding the ketchup. Disgusting.
2: Yeah, a bit disgusting. Uh, rotten. Joanna says I once knew a girl who put ketchup on everything, including chicken curry and yogurt. Don't get me wrong, I love ketchup, but that's a little too weird for me. Do you
1: know what? Uh, chicken and ketchup, I think, is an act of food treason. It just doesn't go no, like it in, doesn't. in in any setting. I think ki- uh, chicken and ketchup does not work. It doesn't no. even taste nice.
2: Oh, like even if I ordered chicken nuggets, I wouldn't have ketchup with no. chicken nuggets. You have no, to never. get like the sweet and sour dip, or you have to get mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise chicken, and chicken. Garlic
1: like, mayo. Like ketchup goes with beef, mm. chicken goes with mayo. Like that's yeah. just how it is. It's
2: an unwritten rule. It is an unwritten rule. Yeah. I don't
1: know who made it up, but, but it, it works. I I fully follow it and it's just rotten. Like you certainly wouldn't have beef. Well, mm. you wouldn't have like you wouldn't dunk a steak. I suppose you wouldn't dunk a steak into ketchup no, either. No, but you so. have ketchup on a burger. Ketchup on a burger, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll put mayo on a burger though. No. Beef beef just over a
2: style.
1: Uh Charlotte's <laughs> on WhatsApp. Oh, let me just click the button here.
3: Hi, this is Charlotte. Um I have salt on absolutely everything. I'd even have salt on like a burger but sometimes it depends on my mood, but sometimes I wouldn't even have like a sauce on it. I would just put like I'd just have a plain burger with just salt on it and that's it. Bit dry? Very dry
2: and very salty.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
2: what all I you like it? <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the show. Talk to us about an act of food treason. What have you got for us?
3: Hiya. Uh, so when I was younger, so like maybe about six or so, I used to be mad for a cup of tea because I'd always see my dad drinking it in the evenings, mm-hmm. like. And obviously, mum wasn't too keen on the idea of a kid having caffeine, like. Hmm. Um. So she used to make me, what, what I thought was normal, called a pearl tea. Okay. Um. So essentially what that is, is a cup of tea with no tea bag. <gasps> <laughs> so, so you have the boiling water, the sugar and the milk? Yeah, pearl tea, like white tea. Oh my like, God. Just... I thought this was normal, like I thought this was grand. I thought it was a thing, pearl tea. It sounds like a thing. Like, um, So I moved into my first house share anyway up in Dublin when I was like 19 or so. Grand, settled in Grand, made myself a cup of pearl tea and my housemates were like, Oh, hold on a second, what is that like? And I was like, What you I was like, what do you mean that? Like, it's just a pearl tea. I like, I love when, not a thing. I love when
1: there's like a tradition or something like that that runs in a family and it's not until something like that when you, you move to college and you're ready. Yeah, you flee the nest like, and you like, realise like, their behaviour yeah, was not normal. Like new friends and they're like, <laughs> hang on, you are a freak. So it's just like boiling water that is sweetened with a drop of milk
3: yeah it's tea without the
2: tea yeah. oh my god and so so how like are you still drinking pearl tea to this day or do you finally have tea bags Oh,
1: I'm still drinking it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Hard to break the trend.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Like it sounds so posh as well, like pearl it does. tea. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> because
1: it, I think because it has a name like that, you're more inclined to be like, oh yeah, and just accept it. Whereas if it didn't have a nice name, like yeah. oh pearl tea, it'd be like, oh that's so weird.
2: Yeah, tea bag with, yeah. or tea without the tea bag doesn't sound as appealing. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: definitely not. Oh, I mean, uh,
2: wait, it's, it's embarrassing, but like it's actually lovely. <laughs> I th- I just love the fact that you're still drinking
3: it yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if anyone
1: else has heard of Pearl Tea or a weird um, alternate version 087-711-1038 and thanks a million we'll chat to you again thanks Aaron. no worries bye guys
2: Pearl Tea
1: I suppose it's probably one of those knock it don't knock it till you try it oh, I'm jobs.
2: knocking it I love my tea too much
0: The Zoocast
1: with Jazz and Laura The Mystery girl.
2: I'm excited It's our favourite part of the week Mystery guest
1: Alright if you're just joining us The point of this is I have invited A lovely mystery guest To come and join us on the show It's Laura's job to work out Who it is
2: mm-hmm. Our track record has been quite good Yeah, We've only gotten one wrong each so far So I'm hoping I'm not going to make that a habit And I'm hoping I guess correctly, tonight too.
1: Yeah, okay. Are you ready to meet Mystery Guest? Always. Here we go. Mystery Guest, welcome yes. to the show.
4: Hello there. Should I be putting on a strange
1: voice? <laughs> 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 I mean, it would be kind of, uh, cri- I think it's cryptic enough with the, with the phone uh, line, but Laura, first of okay, Laura, first hello, how are you feeling?
2: First hello, the first hello is always the most difficult because a million faces go through your brain at the same time Um, but I'm, I'm interested, normally sometimes I can guess by the hello but this week, rather mysterious
4: I'm coming in from a side angle. <laughs> I'm making it very confusing for you.
2: <laughs> yes, you are.
1: Okay, so what happens now is uh, Laura is going to get 60 seconds to ask mystery guests as many yes-no questions as she can to find out as much information. Laura, are you ready?
2: Always ready.
1: You're at 60 seconds. look of luck, Laura.
4: <laughs>
2: Thank
1: you. <laughs> it's a very friendly, mystery guest. Very friendly, yeah. <laughs> All right, Laura, your 60 seconds <laughs> starts now.
2: Hello, mystery guest. It's lovely to meet you. You?
1: oh it's a pleasure to meet you laura
2: <laughs> mystery guest are you a sports personality no are you a comedian yes yes uh, have we met in person before
4: i'm not sure
2: <laughs> okay um are you part of a comedy group or are you standalone
4: I thought these were yes or no questions.
2: Oh, actually, they're supposed to be. Are are you a group comedian? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, Have you ever been into Spin Studios? Yes. Yes. Okay. Have you been in in the last six months? No. No. I'm not
4: that popular.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you make TikTok videos?
4: No, I'm too old.
2: (laughs) Okay. Do you make YouTube videos?
1: Very rarely. And time.
2: Oh.
1: Alright. Gee, that was a, that was certainly the most interesting sixty seconds I think we've had. Yeah. Okay, how are you feeling?
2: I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mystery guest, how are you feeling? Oh, very good. Oh shit, I dropped the voice.
4: <laughs> okay. okay.
1: So what happens now is mystery guest is going to uh, reveal three pieces of information about themselves to make uh, things a little bit easier for Laura. Mystery guest, take it
4: away. Pack number one. I once accidentally hit Lucy Kennedy in the face right before she presented an award at the IFTAs. <laughs>
2: By accident
4: (laughs) Yeah I went to hug her And I hit her in the face
2: Oh my god Okay (laughs) Okay Okay.
4: Fact number two I once sang Camouchi Black and Tans In the style of Michael Bublé On national television (laughs) Okay (laughs) Fact number three I would be considered A hardy buck In the west of Ireland
2: okay okay
1: so there you go that's a lot of information Laura Bracken you now <laughs> have a couple of songs to go and gather your thoughts by the way if you would like to send any questions or guesses for mystery guest, now's your chance text or whatsapp 87 1038 mystery guest are you okay to stick with us for a couple of minutes and then we can come back and make our guess
0: yeah sounds good The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura
1: Tonight, Laura is in the hot seat. I've invited a mystery guest to join us on the show. Laura, it is your job to work out who it is. Mystery guest, are you still with us?
4: Yes, I'm listening <laughs> intently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love how mystery guest is in like a mysterious mode. They're <laughs> like, I know you don't know who it is, but I'm going to be extra mysterious.
4: Double mystery
1: guest.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, okay. By the way, that was a class junior playing. I was dancing
2: away in yeah. my mystery area. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in my mystery area. Yeah. That
1: sounds like a like a secret dungeon where bad things happen. Mm. It's just a gaff that my brother rents out to me at a
3: reduced
1: rate. Okay, right, Laura, uh, before you make your guess, do you want to give us a recap of the information that you've learned in your 60 seconds uh, combined with the three pieces of information?
2: Yes, so, okay, so mystery guest, what I've learned so far is the voice that you are putting on right now is to be mysterious. It's not necessarily your real voice. Would I be correct in saying that?
4: Very intuitive of you, Laura.
2: <laughs> um, we've also learned that our mystery guest is a comedian. Um, they are like a; they're not part of a group. They're on their own. Um, they don't make TikTok videos because they're too old. They occasionally make YouTube videos. Uh, they once accidentally hit Lucy Kennedy uh, in the face. Yes. At the Iftas, they also uh, yep. sang Come Out ye Black and Tans in a Michael Buble voice, and they would be known as a bit of a hardy buck. Mm. Mm. Very, very mysterious mm. of you. Mm. <laughs>
1: mm. Uh, okay, uh, we have a couple of texts here to get to before you make your uh, decision, Laura. A mystery guest, Owen on WhatsApp says, Did you ever win King of the Town?
4: No. No. I I I didn't even come close. No, I don't think I even entered. Okay, right. No. Uh, Shana...
1: I, I know what he's talking about. No, okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, Shauna says this is an outright guess. Here, are you Buzz McDonald?
4: No, no. You had a, you had like basically five chances of being right there, and you you got it wrong. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: okay, bad news, Shauna. Uh, Laura, does that narrow down your thinking anymore?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I'm not going to lie. This one is kind of stumping me a bit. I Originally, I'm not going to lie, I asked were you part of a comedy group because I thought you were one of the foil arms and hog lads putting on a voice. (laughs) No,
4: I do know those lads. They're lovely lads.
2: They're great lads. Great bunch of lads. Um, (laughs) Do you know who
1: is who? Which is foil? Which is arms? And which is hog?
4: I've known those boys for about 10 years now and I don't actually know which is which. <laughs> I just sort of address them collectively. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all, righty. all right, Laura.
1: Like the Kardashians.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. It
1: is squeaky bum time, Laura. Are you ready to make a guess?
2: Yes. Okay. I'm not going to lie, mystery guest. You had me on my toes until you gave me the Hardy Books clue. Um, mm. So from that, I'm going to take a guess. And I think... Our mystery guest this week is Francis the Viper Higgins. Oh,
4: you are incorrect, Laura. <laughs> Am I? Because yeah. I think Francis won the king of the town, didn't he?
1: <gasps> I actually I, I can't oh. even confirm that. I, d- I don't
4: know, but... I can't remember either myself, but he definitely entered it anyway. So, Laura, you were so close, but you know what? I get mistaken from all the time. Really? Uh, oh, no. Yeah, well, I, I get don't... the answer.
2: I thought I had it in the bag
4: Mystery guest Reveal yourself Okay I'm taking off My mask Okay <laughs> Stepping out Don't of laugh. the mystery area Come here my voice A bit clearer now uh, It's me Kevin McGahern. Oh. Sim card from Hardy Books Not the Viper oh Also my former God. host Of Republic of Telly Yes.
1: Oh
2: my god! Comedian,
1: actor Kevin McGahern, thank Yay. you so much for being our mystery guest. You're very close, Laura. You're so close.
2: So close. We have spoken before, actually. Oh! Yeah, over the oh. phone. I, I was chatting to you. I was covering a show on Spin, and you had a play out with Tony Cantwell. Oh, oh
4: my god, yeah. About, that was ages ago. About
2: three years ago, and I spoke to you over the phone. Lovely oh. then, even uh. lovelier now.
4: Oh, my God, Laura. Uh, see, I never forget a face, but I can't see your face. <laughs> Do you know what?
1: what? So well, I, fairness, I forgot your face. This, actually, okay. this isn't really a thing for you, Kevin, but, Laura, you've you've actually spoken to Mystery Guest at length before. So. I have, yeah. Oh, God.
2: Like uh, an old friend. That's yeah. why That's why I disguised my voice, Laura, yeah. and I fooled
4: yeah.
1: you.
2: You had me. You it feel
1: you me
4: look like an on national radio. <laughs> you fooled
1: me real good. Uh, tonight's Mystery Guest, of course, Kevin McGarren. Kevin, are you okay to stick with us for a couple of more minutes and then we can have a proper chat?
0: Yeah, sounds good guys Amazing The ZooCast With Jazz and Laura
1: Incorrectly guessed Aww. Only only Laura Bracken's second incorrect guess for Mystery Guest Comedian, actor Kevin McGahern, Welcome to the Zoo Crew How
4: are you? What is the crack zoo crew, you bunch of monkeys?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, it is so great to have you as this week's mystery guest. I, I actually cannot believe I was so confident in my delivery. But don't worry, I'm not disappointed that you're not the Viper. I'm really happy to be chatting to you.
4: <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it was weird. I, for some reason, as soon as you started talking to me, I was like, I should probably put on a voice. Otherwise, it'd just be too easy. It, yeah. You must be able to just guess people up their voices all the time.
1: So yeah, it's, yeah it's funny, sometimes yes, and sometimes no, but but you, it was funny because when we took a break there after the first bit, I could tell by Laura she was so confident, yeah and I, do you know what, and I actually I don't even blame you for being like that because we're like, because it's kind of yeah, like there's obviously select few. Uh, choices when you gave the Harley book clue and then I think it was just the first name that popped into your head and you just disregarded everything else. Yeah. You know, Uh, close (laughs) though, but of course, uh, you did like... the Viper,
4: see, the Viper's very reclusive. He wouldn't be on this. Yeah. He's not like me. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd honestly go on any old programme at all. <laughs> and that's why you're Anything, with us. Really. There's no there's no bar too low, guys. Yeah, well this
1: is this is the lowest that you can get, so I mean it's, it's yeah, it's so, all good. so it's
2: only up from here, I, Kevin. I don't go the
1: Niall Boylan show.
2: <laughs> Wait. That is I mean,
1: true. That I, is true. I won't, but I could. Yeah, that's true. And do you know what? That means a lot to us. Uh, of course uh, playing sim card and hardy books was, uh, was a while ago but you've been a busy man since and a lot of um, a lot more acting roles recently of course when I suppose live comedy has been on a bit of a pause for the last little while but of course there's gigs coming up but talk to us about some of the things that you've been in recently because uh, Laura and I are actually massive fans of Smother.
4: We are. Oh no way. Yeah. Um, yeah that's it like I mean you said it there yourself there's no there's no gigs There's no comedy gigs For the last Jesus Two years So You're kind of Forced to look elsewhere um, And yeah I was fortunate enough To get a couple of roles um, in, in a few different things Yeah mother was great crack It's really strange Being serious though I'm not used to Just being The serious lad Yeah, yeah. In, a, in a program But I There's a show actually That started today On Network 2 Called Nova Jones It's like a kids Um space comedy kind of thing set in space and I played a Northern Irish alien with six arms who hosts like a basically a talent show for the universe
2: I'm actually. I'm so, checking it out on your Instagram right was, that, now. That dicky that bow is not, something else. Yeah, that
4: could not be more further than smaller, like you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm also looking at the picture here. You have a serious dicky bow. He- I was going to say a serious head on you. Is that is that CGI? Is that makeup? Is it what? No, what's going that was
4: um, that was a costume. That was like a big really uncomfortable rubber mask I was essentially wearing a johnny over my head for about a week and it was it was the worst it was the worst thing I've ever had to do like it was great crack and everyone was a lot of fun to work with but um yeah you really <laughs> don't worry yeah wearing a johnny on your head is, is not a fun feeling at all especially when you know it's going to be
1: broadcast to kids <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be saying this if I was finished interviewed by like uh Ortiz Junior like, you know.
2: <laughs> How long were you in hair and makeup to get the Johnny on your head?
4: <laughs> oh, like it wasn't. It was it was kind of just a pull on job. Uh, they, they usually was, are in fairness. <laughs> it that like expression. But uh, yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like a slit at the back, you just you grease up your head and
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys. So you to lube up your head and smack the Johnny on.
4: I'm really not. I'm trying to make not sound dirty and I just...
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, look. Yeah, so yeah. I, I suppose with gigs and venues being able to come back now, you do have a lot of uh, comedy dates uh, slotted in we know uh, Vicar Street's coming up I believe is sold out that's on the 16th of October also the Laughter Lounge in Dublin on the 1st and 2nd of October and uh, the Spirit Store in Dundalk on the 22nd so there's lots booked in so uh, what, what are you thinking now in terms of the balance between uh, live comedy and acting or are you even thinking that far or are you just seeing what the story is and, and uh, playing it by ear
4: I don't know. Well, I mean, like I, I kind of got into comedy as a hobby. Really, it was just sort of something to do when you are unemployed, um, <laughs> and it sort of came in, it became a job. So, um, yeah, I like I like kind of keeping it on the sideline.
2: It, it must just feel so good to have like live gigs popping up. Like we've all been so deprived of it. I don't know if you did any of like the virtual comedy gigs, but like there, I know there wasn't. No, I, you then. I couldn't.
4: I couldn't do them. Yeah. Like I comedy, you need. Um, you need people in front of you, really. Yeah, you, do. you need people you to need pick on that, as you well. need that immediate reaction. Like, you know the way, like, you're on a Zoom call and you make a joke and then you're staring for three seconds waiting for someone to laugh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're thinking... Those three seconds can be very, very long where you're like, did I say something wildly inappropriate or very unfunny or am I just waiting to hear the laugh? So the idea of doing a comedy guy I just couldn't do it, guys. I, I need
1: yeah. to
2: be
4: I need to see the whites of their eyes.
1: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it's very strange. But look, it's just good news that gigs are on the way back as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, Dublin Laughterland, 1st and 2nd of October. Vickers Street, the 16th of October. Dundalk on the 22nd. Lots coming up. Uh, Kevin McGahorn, thank you so much for being uh, this week's mystery guest. A pleasure chatting to you.
4: It was my absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. The
0: ZooCast with Jazz and Laura.